Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You don't get any satisfaction out of working? No, I love this. But this doesn't feel like work. We're not like working on the railroads, Dave. Dave and Mahoney. I am very familiar with all of the stuff that you do behind the scenes. Virtually nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now... This is Dave and Mahoney. Well, thank you for joining us. we got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? I think it's fair to say that we've all probably been on an airplane before, maybe had a couple of too many beverages. But have you ever gotten really upset if they didn't have just one more drink for you? Or in this case, drink number one. So this dude's on an airplane and he's sitting in first class. And when you're sitting in first class, obviously, one of the perks is that you get to see all of the pores walk by you because you get to board first, you know. Yes, all of the poor people. (laughs) (laughs) And I never got that. Why, if you, I would rather be the very very last last person person on Mm -hmm. as opposed to the first and watch all the, because your face is straight up at ass level the entire way. And then you've got 300 people with ass, which airport ass is the worst kind of ass. Airport ass is different. (laughs) So this guy was was on the plane and he wanted his pre-flight cocktail, which is a thing that's, you know, normal in first class. Like, you get a you get a drink. Mm-hmm. As a, you do. As you do. But this uh, this gentleman was not allowed to have a drink. And, you know, like, things have changed since COVID, so who knows if they're still doing that. This, I'm, I'm blown away that you can drink before you take off in yeah, first class. They, they just give you one drink to get things going. Well, sure. this guy wanted his one drink, uh-huh. and so he started to, uh, to kind of freak out when they told him, sir, you can't have your drink right now. Uh, he wanted a gin and tonic. And it got to the point where he was blubbering and screaming, and it got so violent that they actually had to throw him off of the plane. And we have some audio. Would you like to hear it? I yes. would love. I would love to hear this. Too. So again, this guy is melting down, crying because he couldn't have his gin and tonic. <laughs> Kind of sounds like Will Ferrell, doesn't he? Yeah, it sounds like a fake, <laughs> it fake, sounds fake cry. Yeah. I can't make out a single word that was being said, but that laugh slash cry <laughs> brings me life. <laughs> Honestly, though, I mean, Mahoney, you say this time and time again. You are a huge fan of not only just, like, beating people with seatbelt extenders on yeah. airplanes, That's but also thing. if you, what well, should be, in Mahoney's eyes, but also if you are acting a fool on an airplane before it is even taken off, Get off the plane, and you're on a no-fly list. Like, what are you doing holding up everyone's time? Don't waste my time, man. Uh, And some good news today. Chalk up a win for the Hillbilly Hotties. That's a real name. Uh, Those are the baristas in... (laughs) (laughs) Audrey's from Alabama. Uh, So this is actually from Washington State. You guys remember me talking about those little... Uh, barista, like little coffee stands where like the chicks are only wearing a G-string and, and some like, pasties. Maybe pasties. There's been this lawsuit going on that was filed by the owner of the Hillbilly Hotties and because this, the city had been cracking down on them, he finally won the lawsuit and oh, the Hillbilly Hotties. Everybody doing heroin in the streets, but the chicks serving bikini yeah, flavor yeah. or coffee yeah, and we, bikinis. That's the problem We gotta shut that down, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So if you know anything about Mahoney, and you may not yet, uh, it's that he is the world's most paranoid man. And when I say he's the world's most paranoid man, he thinks that people are going to rob him at any given opportunity. He is going to be eaten alive by spiders, which is why he just hired a new exterminator at his place. I mean, I get it. You're moving into a new house. Dave, 
when you move into a new house, it's a place you, you, you know, this is your a place where you're the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, your yeah. house is is your fortress no, of solitude. You're not supposed to be the most vulnerable, vulnerable in your own no. house. When you, <laughs> no, you're when, stumbling when, the streets drunk at 3 a.m., sure. But no, but home? like when I go, I'm never naked and stumbling in the streets, you know, uh, at 3 a.m., but I am walking around stark naked in my house. That's my safe spot. That's what I'm saying. Like, where I let myself be the most vulnerable. Okay. And that's, I see. Okay. You know, and so when you go into a new place and you're, you, you know, you're, you've got a new house and you're you're trying to, like, figure out the idiosyncrasies about it, I, unpacking, starting to, you know, make this place a livable, habitable uh, box. Starting <laughs> to settle in. Sure. Box. Yeah. I'm loading in my suits into the closet that I know I'm never going to use ever. Why did you bring your suits? Of because all of the things you brought. <laughs> I brought everything. I brought all of my clothes. So, okay. And I find the world's largest spider. The world's largest? Like, I mean, not just any spider. Like so Australia size? He or? is at least two and a half inches long. <laughs> You're such a liar. <laughs> I mean, leg to leg. Yeah, sure. Leg to leg. Was this it a granddaddy? So you, you measure your spiders like you measure your... <laughs> 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 Got it. There's a scale. Yeah. There's a scale that you use. Sure. Uh, and my wife's not with me right oh, this now. This is two and a half inches in girth. Uh-huh. It's girthy mm-hmm. spider. It's a gir- very girthy spider. Uh, leg my, to leg. That would technically be it, spider girth. Sure. It, in my last house, I was there for... Has words ever been said? Spider girth. <laughs> I was there for 12 years. Yeah. Never saw a spider one single time. And my wife's job at the house because she likes it, and I empower her. You know, and she I, likes <laughs> killing the spiders. She likes no, killing the say, scorpions say, in my house. Say it like it is: you're scared of the scorpions, so your wife has to do your job. No, Mahoney <laughs> gaslights his wife into like what you is it? Like the praise it. king? Yeah, you like the praise king. <laughs> you're like, so good, good at killing the scorpions, babe. Good girl, good job. <laughs> I love watching you do this. You're so good at everything. Like it's amazing. Like you know. Killing spiders <laughs> you know, and doing the dishes. You're so good at that, baby. I just, you're I just such love a clean, watching you. Violent person. Little <laughs> backstory. I'm six foot four, six foot five. You know, uh-huh. probably around two forty five right sure, now. Yeah. And she's five foot like flat. And you make my her wife, get up on no, her little step stool. My wife is five foot seven, at least. She is maybe five eight. Oh, so she's tinier. And she likes to kill these things. So I encounter this monstrous spider. Uh huh. This hippopotamus of a spider. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. In the closet. <laughs> okay. I kill it. And so I'm proud you of it. yourself. I'm very proud of myself yeah. in this moment, yeah, man. in this new place. He's independent. Yeah. <laughs> Without my Look support you. system you, there. You don't even need your wife. Without Look my at support you. system. <laughs> but I go into the other closet as I continue to just, you know, unpack, <laughs> see another spider. And in that moment, I knew. You gave up. I did. I called in the. I called in the pros. You, you called the an exterminator. I call. I call. I dude. I'm like. I don't care if I'm renting this house. I'm calling. And I've. I had to sign a year contract with this exterminator. It's like seventy dollars well, a month. Your your exterminator contract is longer than your lease, technically. <laughs> but I could call him anytime. You got the emergency exterminator <laughs> to come kill those spiders for me. Twenty four seven. Yes. <laughs> God, you're the worst. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Why is my uncle so weird? Message deleted. (laughs) 
kid. Was that your kid talking about your brother, your youngest brother, Is Matt? There, uh, okay, think about this. <laughs> think about your own life and think about everyone that you know. Is there a single person out there that exists in humanity that does not have a weird uncle? With the exception of, like, if it's an only child sort of thing, right? If you don't have a weird uncle, you are not living. I got nothing but weird uncles. See? I got chased around. I will remember this till the day I die. My dad's brother, his youngest brother, Uncle Brian, was huge into, like, samurai swords yeah. and, <laughs> and like, uh, war cosplay and Star Wars Wait, and war Star Wait, war cosplay? Tra- like, are you talking, like, like Civil War reenactment? Like reenact- yeah. Uh, oh, boy. But so I remember whenever I was, I, can't, I maybe was, like, in second grade, I was so traumatized. He chased me around the house with one of the swords. Like, to, like, spook me, scare me, or whatever. I mean, he wasn't going to, like, poke me with it. But still, like, I he thought... He was chasing you around the house with a samurai sword. Yeah, that's fairly traumatic. I get why you remember that. <laughs> and I was, like, grown up. I'm like, man, you're a little weird, huh? Even, What's I he think, doing I now? Think that's, that, like, that's when you start to achieve... Same thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you achieve awareness as a child, is when you realize, even at, you know, five or six years old, you're like, man, you're a weirdo. You're a weird-ass uncle. <laughs> But your family, so we're stuck. Yep. Yep. And you make parties, honestly, a bit more fun. Do you think, I mean, Dave, you've got how many nieces and nephews? Like 15? I have no idea, but a lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Uh, Are you, you know, because we definitely know one of your brothers is the weird uncle. He's the drunkest. He's the drunkle. He's he's the drunkle. Drunkle. And we love him. But are you the weird uncle to any of those kids, do you think? Uh, you would never admit it if you were. Yeah, I don't. I, I would not. <laughs> you would <laughs> not admit it. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Probably. Please leave a message after the tone. Personally, I've never cried during a movie. I've cried them all. Marley and me. My dog Skip. What? Marley and me again. You, me, and Dupree. Nothing does it for me. I think I might be like a sociopath or something. Yes. Message deleted. You have no feelings. <laughs> Do you have, like, even a, a skoosh of, like, there, empathy for a dog? What do you mean? That's, like, everybody universally, right, Mahoney, will, will go, that is sad because it's a dog. Add a, a person, human to it. Whatever. Yeah, you can <laughs> mow down every person in this in this script, but John don't you Wick, touch that dog. Yeah, John Wick murders uh, 800 people in a movie. We don't care, but the dog the at the beginning when we go, well, yeah. You, you kill the puppy at the beginning, and then you're, you're like, all of these... Murders justified. are justified, yeah. Because Fine. Of the puppy I, murder. Yeah, you killed the puppy. You Dave, the puppy. I mean, I was watching literally Guy Fieri's Tournament of Champions for the finale over the weekend. No, oh, my God. Tell no. me you cried. And there's, Tell me you cried. Of, of course I cried. Oh. But I, I, Honestly, been there. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like when people start telling, you know, like They're you see scary. their passion and you can hear their story. And I, it's man, emotional I, pasta. I am the the biggest <laughs> this salt is my tears. sucker when it comes to marketing and things like that. I'm like, I'm just like a marketer's dream. Like, I just become immediately invested and I'm all in. Do you cry at like the old people in commercials? Sometimes when I start thinking about like... I bet they had a real great life together. Because they had an actual life. They had yeah. a life. They had and a life. They were holding hands. Dude, I do that not only. What are y'all talking about? I am just such an emotional being. I can't help it. But what? over the weekend, I was watching. Of course, I'm such a hoe for TikTok. I'm scrolling and scrolling, trying to find something just to make me feel the tear. And these kids are starting to post a lot of their their acceptance or denials from colleges. Like they're they're posting like they're going through their their, oh, their the top kinda, schools of whether or not they're getting in or not. I'm kind of here just to see all the kids get rejected. No, Dave, it's so sad. <laughs> but it's all these like if super intelligent like these kids who are applying for Ivy League schools. Sure. And there was this one kid who got like 
denied Yale, denied uh, like Princeton, denied, <laughs> Idiot. denied, denied. And then it came to like Brown and Harvard. And the family starts jumping and they get accepted. And I'm sitting there like, this is the Dave and Mahoney show. When you're looking for love, hey, baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, there's a lot of people out there looking for love, Mahoney, and some people feel like they missed their opportunity. You know, they saw somebody out in public and they feel like they should have really taken a swing at it, didn't, and now they want another opportunity. And it's our job, our duty as broadcasters to amplify these messages to give people the best chance at finding love. Dave, if we're lucky, we get maybe one, maybe two or three shots of true, true love <laughs> in life. Yeah. And many moons ago, we put our hands on a stack of old Playboy magazines and penthouse forum letters in our rich dad's basement that had, had mahogany linings and shag carpeting. And we swore that we would help these freaks fly their flags as high as they possibly can. See, y'all do this and I just cringe. Y'all do? do all of this. Yes. Yeah. For the misconnection inspection, yeah. absolutely. Every yeah. single post gives me some internal, just like it's a visceral reaction that comes from me. I, I, how dare you, Audrey? This these, this is true love brewing. Let oh, me give you the okay. first one here. Okay. It's entitled Racing Down the Freeway. You, white SUV. Me? Question mark. This is a man <laughs> for a woman. Okay. Hello. Sunday or Monday. <laughs> I was driving down the freeway and I saw a beautiful young woman driving a white SUV and trying to keep up with me. We passed each other a few times, but then you got onto an exit ramp. I just wanted to say you're absolutely beautiful and I had so much fun playing car tag. If this was you, what was I driving? Maybe we should get a drink. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> it sounds like she's running away from you. Or it sounds like she is just totally unaware that you are creeping on her while she is just trying to drive down the road. Well, yeah, How? but you have like car buddies on the freeway, right? Like where if you see somebody who's kind of like hightailing it to wherever you're wanting to go, you think, at least in my head, if I'm following you, you're going to get pulled over so first. You, yeah, that's, that's called the rabbit. If they're out there like going oh, okay. a little faster than you. Uh, you let them speed just a touch more than you do. Uh, let me ask you this, though. Are girls constantly checking out dudes while driving, or is that just a guy thing? No, I'm texting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely not paying attention to dudes in their cars, unless maybe we're at the stoplights. But on the freeway, absolutely not. I don't see anyone driving. We're just thirsty, Dave. It's like we don't, you know, she's lives. she lives her life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, on the other hand, when we are single... And, you know, lonely. We are just the... You're just looking for it at every angle? I mean, anything. Anywhere, anytime. Doesn't matter. Behind a dumpster, in the dumpster, whatever. Be better. Nope. We tried. Be better. Nope. Pieces of trash. Be better. Uh, This one's entitled just Lou. Don't you dare think I don't deserve answers after all this time. That's the whole post. (laughs) Oh, Lou, be careful. Watch your your six, man. Lou, couch. (laughs) (laughs) That was... Funny I ruined the show. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. So, you know when you go shopping sometimes and you buy something new and you're really excited about it? I mean, do you ever do that as a kid where you like bought a pair of shoes and you're like, I'm going to wear these out of the store? Uh, Dave, I do that as an adult. Sure, okay. Constantly. I, you know, very few things in life bring me happiness more so than consumerism. So, uh, Florida deputies (laughs) responded to a call from Target. There, uh, There were some employees that observed a dude grabbing one of those Razor electric scooters. 
and is valued at $539.99. Is that what those cost these what? days? He just stole it. So he walked straight out the door with it. And instead of, like, chasing him, because the dude is obviously pretty brazen, mm-hmm. um, and he has a, a Razor scooter, which can be turned into it, a weapon. They Absolutely. hit you right in the shins with that thing. Oh, yeah. You're never walking the same never, again. Never, ever again. Never Under once. Um, the, the cops didn't have to do a lot of work, though, because upon arriving at the store, they saw the guy sitting out front on the sidewalk assembling his newly stolen scooter. So he took it out in the box and then just sat down on the sidewalk right outside of the Target and starts putting it together. Had he been more handy, he could have gotten away. Could have just scooted off. Could have just, just, just take the model. Like, they have the models <laughs> take the one already, already assembled, prepared man. for you. <laughs> like, what an idiot. So a Mesa teenager is in custody after allegedly hitting a police car and then trying to flee and leading officers on a pursuit. He was in, I believe, I don't know for sure, but I'm, I'm going to assume here, his dad's Corvette. It was a Corvette. I mean, if you're a teenager, that's not your Corvette. It's no, not his no Corvette. No teenager has a Corvette. That's <laughs> you ain't always Corvette shopping. Your dad's. Yep. <laughs> did he like wreck? Did he wreck that Corvette? He, he sure did. Yeah. Well, first he wrecked it into the cop car, and then he wrecked it into I don't know, it was like a bush or a wall. I saw like just kind of the butt end of the Corvette yeah. sticking out. Was the kid out. drunk? I didn't say if he was uh, if he was drunk. It just said that uh, or just a terrible driver. Terrible driver. We know okay. that for sure. I don't know if he was drunk. Was it one of those new Corvettes? No, it was one of the older ones. Like yeah. the sting, like the eighties Stingray. Uh, not not like the classic sting right now because that that would be a real shame. Or are we talking like that like weird the, like late nineties model? Yeah, the one that's not great. Yeah, not great. Why are you so, all Corvette shaming right uh, now? There's, uh, there's, 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 there's levels. Like in the new Corvette, uh, maybe we just re- uh, reached that age in life, Mahoney. It where slaps. it looks pretty good. I well, love that man new Corvette. in the '90s was saying the same thing you guys no. are. Yeah. Well, you you were wrong, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like a late '90s Mustang, just trash. So why is it that when there's naked people in Florida, they're always greasy? I don't know why. Uh, well, it's say sweat, it's the humidity. Is that what it is? A lot yeah. of humidity yeah. in the air down in Florida. Uh, they responded about 2 a.m. to a report of a burglary and encountered the suspect. His name is Blake. He's 34 years old. This sounds like a Blake thing to do. Uh, he had smashed out a window of a house to break in, and then he started to break into another house. And then when the cops arrived, he decided that he was going to get away by jumping into the pool. <laughs> I don't, then, I don't know if he was trying to get away by jumping into the pool or if he was just like, you know, I'm a little hot. I need to chill out. Do this you, is at 2 a.m. I mean, clearly on drugs, right? I mean, do you, you go, go yeah. cannonball, can opener, belly Ooh. flop? What do you, like, if you're running from the cops, what is your jump of choice or dive of choice into a body of water? I feel like a cannonball would be dangerous. <laughs> well, and obvious. Like, you don't want any splash. I feel like you just pencil in. You just pencil in, yeah. I don't like penciling in. So after <laughs> after don't. he... After he <laughs> no. Neither does she. So after he jumped into the pool and the cops were there like, hey, man, can you get out of the pool? He got out of the pool and started jumping on the trampoline. And what's Ew, amazing is, is, is totally Dave, naked, just flopping. Stop it. Flopping in the so breeze. So that's why they didn't. That's why they let him get to the trampoline. Yeah, they're like, I'm not, I'm not tackling. What, what's amazing guy. is that he was actually covered... In wheel bearing grease, it wasn't like he just looked greased up. He was literally greased up. How did he not slip on the trampoline? I don't like, know. I don't know if you guys have ever been on a trampoline in the rain. Why like would I have ever been on a trampoline in the rain? Because it was like a thing when you were a kid. My parents oh, didn't oh, let from me Alabama. Have it. Yeah, no, they didn't let me have a trampoline. That has that's a lot to do with Alabama. No, that's Whenever Alabama. Whenever you'd go outside and play in the <laughs> rain, you would jump on a trampoline. Like if you had one in the backyard. Have maybe- you ever jumped on a trampoline in the nude? I just feel like it would be real flappy. I wouldn't call it jumping. <laughs> it's kind of you're there. Uh, you just exist. Yeah, yeah. So he was uh, he was arrested, but they say that he was covered in not only the wheel bearing grease but also peppermint oil and blood. 
Peppermint oil. What yeah. in the what? So he he made sure he got his essential oils <laughs> out and like put it on his wrist to ensure it's like calmness. I think that's what peppermint does, or like ignite your senses. Yeah, it's Lavender working great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Time to play Tipsy through the quad or toddler. A Dave and Mahoney. All right, let's see if we can explain how to play this game in a very simple way because Trish is with us on the phone today, a.k.a. Sweet Tea. She's giving the show a shot today. Thank you for that, Trish. We appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. So here's how this game works. Again, it's fairly simple because if you spend any time around little kids or spend any time around drunk people, you realize that they act very similar to each other. And sometimes the things, yes, that, they, they <laughs> the things that they say also get a little bit cloudy. So what we did is we had our producer go through and find some audio of either a very drunk person or a little kid, and you're trying to figure out which is which based on the words that were actually said. So he transcribed the words. So we're going to read you the words, and you're trying to figure out tipsy or toddler. Simple enough? Simple enough. Okay, here's the first one. You are my son, Shine. You even know there how much I love you. Don't take my sunshine away. Oh, it's a squirrel. Is that a tipsy person? Or is that a toddler, Trish? Tipsy. Tipsy is! Incorrect. I'm sorry. That was a toddler. Let's oh. have a listen. It's okay. You are my son. You even know, dear, how much I love you. Don't take my sunshine away. Oh, it's a squirrel! <laughs> oh. How we found out that that child has ADHD. <laughs> oh, my God. My heart. Oh, that's child. So cute. That was so cute. super cute. It's okay. Super, super cute. That St- was. Still alive. Uh, Audrey, go ahead and take number two there. All right. I'm a fish. You fish. Where am I? Ow! I think I hit my head. Is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? That's definitely a tipsy person. That is a tipsy right. person. <laughs> Trish is on the board. Let's have a listen. I'm a fish. You fish. Where am I? Oh. Ow. I think I hit my head. I like that she is unsure if she hit her head. She thinks she hit I mean, her head. Head injury is no idiot, joke. Right? Seek medical attention immediately, lady. All right, Mahoney, on to number three. Dumb. You're doing great, Trish. All right, this is two people talking back and forth. And this is okay. someone is sad because they don't want to stop holding a baby bird. He's got to go back with okay. his friends. I'm keeping him warm. Why? I'm just really, it's so cute. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? That is definitely a tipsy person. Uh, a tipsy person, I'm afraid what? not. That is a toddler. Let's have a listen. He's got to go back in with his friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping him warm. Why? It's so cute. Oh, oh man. I feel like that was me as a child. <laughs> no, so you would have crushed that bird if that no, was you. No, I literally, whenever I was a kid, found a dead bird on the sidewalk and put it in my bike basket and drove it home. A dead oh. bird? Oh, I man. What are you, a, are you a cat? Man. I just wanted a taxidermist. My, I don't know. Uh, my daughter Olivia brought in a dead hummingbird one time. It's went, a thing. Went, ooh, it's a baby owl. I went, oh. <laughs> Kids, we're dumb. They're just dumb. All right, here we go. Uh, on to number four. Person number one. Okay. What is this? Person number two. Scabadibidoo. No, no. Scabadibidoo. No, Stooby. No. Scabadibi. No, no. Is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler, Trish? 
Oh, that's hard to determine, but I'm going to go with tipsy. No, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is this? Scabetti. No, no, no. Scabetti. No, no. Scabetti. No. Scabetti. No. No! He was that, trying to say spaghetti. spaghetti? <laughs> okay, uh, we'll just we'll just make it. If you get this last one right, you win. Yeah, I mean, Trish, we really appreciate you being the contestant today. You are awful at this game, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. okay. It's all right. It's first time. It's yeah. first time. Here we go. Last one. Yeah. I'm ready to get in the car. Do not touch me. I am ready to get in front of the car. All of yous get in the car. Up, two, three, four. Up, two, three, four. Please get in. Is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler, Trish? For the win. That would be a tipsy person for the win. There we she go. She did it. There it is. Woo. Well done, Trish. Congratulations. Let's have a listen. Hey, we're going to get in the car. Don't touch me. I'm ready to get in front of the car. All of you get in the car. Hop, two, three, four. Hop, two, three, four. Please again. Yes, ma'am. You should definitely <laughs> not be getting in the driver's seat. Good luck to you. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave and Mahoney. Uh, What age do you think someone should stop wearing a headband to hold their hair back? Love the show. Have a good day. Message Why would anybody it. ever, if you can rock a headband? Oh, that's a look. Even if you don't have hair. If you're bald, you're completely bald, you can still rock a headband. Can you? There's no age or hair requirement for a headband. Uh, disagree. Okay, so we'll we'll <laughs> defer to the expert here. Audrey, what do you think? Well, what do you mean, like a headband, like a bandana? No, that she's is talking like... about like a basketball headband. Yeah, like the... Like G- a Charles Barkley. Okay, so you go Charles Barkley? Sports. Yeah, yeah. I, I go Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon headband? Yeah, you've never you remember the iconic I just photo was, from him. Rock, he always wore a headband I on just, the sideline. I just uh, isn't. I just associated him with playing golf shoeless. Okay, <laughs> that's that's what I associate Jim McMahon with. Not mm-hmm. headbands. I don't know. I mean, you think that there is an age, Audrey? I mean, well, for seen... sports is different. I'm just thinking about people in real life, like at the gym or, or you know, headband. Dude, or old people head walking around bandanas. the neighborhood. In a in a windbreaker no. and a, a headband. No. Okay, so Mahoney is on this new seventies eighties kick in life where everything that he's trying to dive into is like immersing himself into nostalgia. Who do you see in twenty twenty three walking around in a windbreaker, windbreaker and a headband? And a headband. Oh. Where, where do you live? Where, do you, where what is that? That's <laughs> just my not neighbor real the life. other day. <laughs> you are you know, such a liar. liar. You are a liar. One percent. One thing about Mahoney to know is well, he's a liar. Tell me you saw that, uh, Dave. <laughs> if you, you didn't you, take a picture. You are a liar. You know we subscribe to the uh, mantra that other people are not our content. So I'm not taking pictures of strangers to share. don't subscribe to that. Everyone else's content. Yeah, literally, let's go to a voicemail that was left by somebody else for our content. So we got to say it's a pretty amazing time that we live in where the type of water jug that you have defines your social class. i got to ask you guys, <laughs> are you any of you rocking the Stanley mug? Uh, Mahoney, are you filling it with your fresh new mineral water? 
Let me know. Message to My wife just bought one of those Stanley mugs. We're so influenceable. I didn't know that it was a thing. Is that a Stanley mug? Yes. No, that's a Yeti. Because the Yetis are cheaper than the Stanleys. Wait, how much did my wife spend on this thing? Dave, I'm not kidding. Well, no, they're not that they're not that price anymore because everybody is buying them. What? They're almost like, depending on the size, almost, I swear to you, like anywhere between sixty to uh, eighty to hundred bucks, depending on what you're getting. A hundred dollars. I just support American. That's why I go Yeti. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Red blooded American. What is, what is uh, Stanley? I don't know. Oh, so you're just, we're just made in <laughs> just China. Assuming it's, it's Chinese. It's Stanley. <laughs> no, I mean I have a Stanley no thermos ch- that was made in America like a hundred years ago. Stanley. Can made you imagine China. if somebody actually like if they didn't outsource it? Like somebody over in China came up with that company. They're like, let's call it Stanley. <laughs> that would be amazing. Stanley? Please leave a message after the tone. Nick Cage's. Far bigger, far better. It is? It's made in China and Brazil. I mean, it's an American company, but it's produced in China. But I I think Yeti, on the other hand, is a made in America. Are we just assuming that? Yeah, (laughs) because... Just don't ruin it for us. Yeah. Nick Cage is far bigger, far better than Mark Wahlberg. I'm sorry. Mark Wahlberg's got some good movies and everything, but he's no Nick Cage. Message deleted. I mean, if you're going to talk... Cage is an icon. Like, Nicolas yes. Cage is timeless. He has... Mark Wahlberg is fine. No, Mark Wahlberg That's has never fine. won a an Oscar. Of course he has. Nicolas Cage, on the other hand, Easy. leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, he could have won them all if he, if he wanted to. You know, uh, Nicolas Cage is has the... You know, he's kind of like our generation's Marlon Brando. That is, because, that is so well said. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Kind of emulating his career as well, except yeah. for he hasn't gotten, like, massively uh, fat. Not yet. Not yet, not, which I embrace uh, uh, heavyset Nicolas Cage because I think it'll be a good look on him. Would but, you actually embrace heavyset Nicolas Cage? You give him a big, big old hug? A hundred percent. But, you know, I mean, Nicolas Cage versus Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg doesn't have any, like, defining acting experiences where or, or roles that you're like, man, that was... Amazing. Whereas Nick Cage does have those, but he also has some of the absolute worst performances known to man. What do you mean? I am so excited to see the movie that everybody is going to be talking about in 2023, 2024. You're saying Dracula? Dracula. Yeah. Can't wait. I think it's going to be another Oscar win. You're like, hold on. Nicolas Cage, but with big teeth. He went full method, apparently. Did he? Dude, I don't know. Uh, Probably. Isn't that what everybody who's like trying to say that they really put it all in there? Sleeping in a coffin. (laughs) I bet a coffin would be good to sleep in, though. I mean, it better be. I mean, like, because you know why? That's going to be where you forever that's sleep. That's my, my forever nap, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting cremated, 100%. I don't want to be buried. Well, but you could at least get the I'm, coffin no. and put the urn inside. No. What's the point of that? Why would I? What? I figured, I figured you're just you wasting could, money. You're, it's like big you, funeral home. You have home. to waste money. Yeah, I figured that you'd get buried in your Avalon. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> mind getting buried in my, you know, 2013 Toyota Avalon. I mean, it, it is... It is a sanctuary for me. I spend a lot of time in there. Uh, just slowly live as you're getting put into the ground six feet under. You just slowly know, put your man, seat like, back as well. Cremate me and then mix me in with like the gasoline and call it like whatever Chevron does. Tecron, Mahoneyon. Call or text the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. That's Y-O-D... What? Hold on. Y-O-D-U-M-M-Y. Isn't there a B in there? Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not.
Nana's joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Here's how this game works. Uh, Nan, you and Mahoney are going to be asked the same questions. If you get as many or more correct than Mahoney today, you are going to win. And the uh, the way that this game works is as simple as this, where you guys, um, again, going to be asked the same questions, and you just have to try to figure out the correct answers. You do have one pass today should you need it. Uh, give us a, a rundown of your level of education. How far did you get in school? I graduated in some college, but I didn't finish college. Okay. Same, same. You know, I famously not attended not one, not two, but three separate community colleges in my uh, collegiate days and uh, ascended from each one. And now here we are today. You call it ascended, huh? Ascended. You ascended into the ethereal leftness of community heaven, would you say? Good luck, man. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, honestly, but you know what? There is a lot of people who are just like you and Mahoney who have gone through and done just this. And you know what? If you've got a skill, college schmollage, you know? So here's how this works. We're going to ask you the questions. If you get it right, it'll be the screaming eagle of success. If you get it incorrect, it's the disapproving pony. Are you ready for question number one? Sure. Okay. Question number one, what was the first state in the United States? Geography was not my bag. I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, You do have a pass if you want to use your pass here. I'll use the pass. Okay, the pass. Well used. Correct answer there is Delaware. Delaware was the first state. Did you know what? Delaware is not real. Yeah. Uh, All right, question number two. How many wives did King Henry VIII have? What do you count? All the ones of the heads that he chopped off or? Total wives. Oh, total wives. Not half wives. Okay. How about multiple choice? These are tough. These are tough. Okay, I'll give you. A, um, I have no. I'll give you a hint because I like you. It's uh, it's it's more than five and less than seven. Six. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Uh, here we go. Question number three: Sinophobia is the fear of what? I don't know. I feel really dumb at this game. No, I. You know these, what? These are tough questions. What we usually do in these instances, Nan, is we will blame the producer for picking very hard, way too hard questions that. Nobody ever really knows. Uh, correct answer is dogs. Dogs. Yeah, what? Why wouldn't it just be called dogophobia? Uh, you have one yeah. correct, one incorrect. Here we go on to question number four. How many time zones are there in the world? Eight. Oops, wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> no. it's, a, it's actually 24. 24? <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, what, uh, question number five. Which planet is the hottest in the solar system? Oh, my God. Who picked these questions? Stupid producer. Stupid Jordan. (laughs) Okay. uh, I I give up. (laughs) It's somewhere that women are said to be from. Men go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Venus. Venus Yeah. Yep. There she goes. She said it. (laughs) Yep. Venus. Venus. That's correct. All right. And uh, final question. The primary ingredient in hummus is what? Chickpeas. There you go. We'll say she got three How did we go from a chickpea and hummus question And what is a dog phobia? Those were very wide stream of questions. Right. There. Those are so random. And yeah, I make hummus, so I knew that one. Excellent. Oh. All right. So we'll see. Uh, Mahoney is re entering the studio right now. He has not been able to hear what's going on. We'll see whether or not he does better than you. All right, Mahoney, have a okay. seat, sir. Question number one same rules apply. You have a pass if you want to use it. What was the first state in the United States? Virginia? Virginia is incorrect. I'm sorry. The correct answer is Delaware. Delaware. What? Even though I don't believe That's that Delaware is actually state. a state. That's uh, a tax haven. Question number two. How many wives did King Henry VIII have? Pass. All right. The correct answer there is six. 
Sinophobia is the fear of what? You said sinophobia? Sinophobia, cinephobia. Cineph- <laughs> How's it spelled? C Y N O phobia. C Y N O. Cinephobia. Sinophobia. I don't know. Because sinophobia, you could have just like really. <laughs> I'm terrified of sign language. Like street signs. Cinephobia. Street signs, yeah. Uh, cyclones? Are you afraid of cyclones? No, nah, that's not. Dogs. Dogs is the correct answer. What? Uh, so far, you've got zero correct. Uh, These are real dumb questions. I don't know where go with. Blame the producer <laughs> yep. for these questions. Question number four. How many time zones are there in the world? 24. 24 is correct. He's on the board. Question number five. What planet is the hottest in the solar system? So, I want... I think it's... Obviously, Mercury is closer to the planet or to the sun than Venus, but I think Venus is the hottest sun. So I'm going to go with Venus sun. or hottest planet. Mm-hmm. That is correct. That also, is correct. you know, every time I think about shaving my legs, the uh, you're my you're I'm your Venus. Okay, <laughs> that's well, how it goes. Are you shaving your legs often? No. Okay. Uh, question number six: What is the primary ingredient in hummus? Garbanzo beans. Which is a no? That is a legume. It's it's a garbanzo bean. No, that is that is that is that's a chickpea. chickpea. Okay. Yes. Well, you got three corrects, but Nan also got three corrects. She wins. (laughs) 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 You hear her laughing at you. I love it. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What was your biggest fear that you had to overcome in life? Message deleted. My mother-in-law. Oh, stop it. (laughs) I know she's listening. Hi, Shelly. No, I... Do you guys feel like you're good at overcoming fears? I just don't do the things that I'm terrified of. I feel like overcoming challenges, technically, in change and adversity, is would be a initial fear. Yeah. Like that that feeling of like walking off the cliff into something or like walking into unknown territory. Like day one at a new job. Yeah. Kind of. Um, for me, spiders. <laughs> oh, because you because you killed the. So you want to hear something crazy? Mahoney killed a couple of spiders. He's very proud of that because normally he makes his wife do it. So my wife is terrified of scorpions. And, you know, living in the desert, there's a lot of scorpions. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope she's not listening right now because I actually haven't told her this. So yesterday we were packing up the car because she was going to, you know, make the drive. And I opened the garage door and I, I start loading stuff in. Mm-hmm. And a large scorpion goes running was into it a the garage. Scorpion? It, it looked like it. I mean, it was that, that coloring. Uh-huh. And those are. Those are the most dangerous ones. The yellow right? ones. Yeah. Because yeah. it it, the big, scary-looking ones? It wasn't like a big yeah. black one. It, no. Yeah, but the, it was a yellow one, and the, it was, but it was large for one of those. Dude, so you just, like, let it go into the garage, and you closed the door behind you? And yeah, said, I wasn't going to mess luck, with that honey. thing. No, no, I because yeah. she wears open-toed shoes a lot and stuff, right? And yeah, then, like, she's loading the kids. Yeah, out, toes out, or yeah. whatever you can't, the saying is. That you, you can't try to kill a bug. <laughs> Not kill it and then let it disappear into the house. Yeah, because no, it will just plot against you. Plot, have plot tiny against you. children and the Dave. children that are crawling around and everything else. No, I got I got that son of a bitch. Like I, I had this like trash bag that had a little net thing in it, whatever. Uh, but I scooped it out and I stomped on it. And I the first time I just stomped its tail off. 
And then the next one. But I'm lucky you didn't go through your shoe. Well, I stopped on the tail, so the tail came off, and then it was trying to turn around and eviscerate me with his little pinchers. And then his he met his demise. But see, Mahoney, take notes. This is how you would yeah, kill you, a scorpion you just step on if you were to you stomp kill a scorpion. on it. See, but I never see scorpions <laughs> in my house. On the ground. Scorpions in my house are always, like, on the wall. Spider-Man style. Like, for real. Like, what are you doing? Like, who are you trying to impress? Why are you out here parkouring it up? <laughs> Parkour scorpions. <laughs> Par- <Yeah>. Parkour. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't tell my wife about it, even though I was pretty proud of myself for, for murdering this scorpion. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, it's just going to make her terrified that there's more scorpions. Yeah. Oh, because that's usually how it goes, Yeah, right? it's kind of how it goes. Because there is a scorpion but I can't believe I mean, this. I can't believe this little son of a bitch was just waiting for me to open the garage door and just goes running in there like he owns the place. Uh, hey, man. You ain't paying rent. It's Black yeah. Friday. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave, this message is for you. I grew up in a very Christian conservative house as well. And uh, I was telling my wife about that, and she didn't understand. So the only way that I can describe it to her was my mom was the mom from the water boy where everything was the devil. Foosball was the devil. Rap was the devil. Hip-hop was the devil. Yeah, it was kind of funny growing up like that and trying to explain it to my wife. Message deleted. Yeah, I feel like if you're raised in any sort of super religious house and then you meet somebody and they become your partner and they just weren't re- raised like that at all, it's hard to, like, explain to them what it was like when everything runs through the lens of, like, is this appropriate based on whatever the religion is. Well, I feel like, too, and maybe it's just because of the people who I surround myself. This is the way that they kind of turned. I feel like you see a lot of pastor kids who those go are the craziest, crazy. Those are the craziest right? kids. No I mean, question. I feel like yes. if you are a parent who is, you know, of Christian faith or, you know, of any religious faith, if you kind of put lean into a little too much whenever your kids are like, the only thing they're allowed to consume, consume is like veggie tales or, you know, the, the Christian bot versions of every pop song ever. It's like they want to know what wor- the world is like and the first taste of freedom. Yeah, those preacher's daughters. They're, they're taking bot rip bongs and, and <laughs> They were, they were always stands. the first kids to do whippets. <laughs> Dude, I, I live every day like my life is Rumspringa. For real. Please leave a message after the tone. Dogfighting is terrible and never should happen. Now, with that being said, who would win in a fight? Goofy, Air Bud, or Scooby-Doo? Message deleted. Scooby-Doo, oh, Scooby-Doo for Scooby-Doo sure. Doo would destroy yeah. all the other. Scooby-Doo like has done Retriever, not do. Air Bud's, Air Bud's too busy, like, banging. Pooping. Yeah. Air Bud has 9,000 children. Yeah. I think Air Bud is a deadbeat dad dog. <laughs> oh, man. I'm calling Let the whole litter. <laughs> I mean, for real. He's got, how many kids you got, Air Bud? Uh, yeah. And Sco- Goofy does not know how to throw hands. Was no. Goofy an option? Goofy would legit get pulverized in a fight. Yeah, Goofy would be the most fun at a party, but yeah, Scooby-Doo, man. Him and Shaggy, they, they oof. Yeah. live a, live a rough life. They've seen some stuff. What about some stuff, Scrappy-Doo? Scrappy-Doo, the little Doo. one, his yeah. name is actually a fighter's name. Scrappy but he's Doo. a son of a bitch, literally, because <laughs> he's a, a small dog. Okay. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. So I have talked about my wife and how she likes to go big to you guys a lot before for birthday parties. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's not going to stop. Our youngest, we have four kids. So I've got a seven-year-old. I've got a four-year-old. I've got a son who's going to turn three in a couple of weeks. And then my daughter, Ruby, just turned one. So I've been it- saying this for years, Dave, that you have set the bar way too high because I remember attending your oldest daughter's very first birthday. Yep. And uh, your wife went big. She does. She loves it, and um, she does kind of drive herself crazy with it. My my oldest daughter, Sienna, 
Uh, she said, has, has mommy lost her mind yet when we were like three hours before the party? Because oh. there's always like so much stuff to do. You know, I love when it's that coming she down. is now aware, She's now aware of how, how much work is going lot, into making these a lot goes into birthday it. parties happen. Well, if you can imagine, it's almost like, I mean, it's the balloons... It's the ponies, it's the petting zoos, it's the individual, because she is so so crafty. And honestly, I mean, between both of your wives, Dave and Mahoney, I don't know if I've ever met two women who are so good at crafting and hosting. She she loves that sort of stuff, and she she goes big, and in the moment, I kind of hate it because... It is stressful on her, and then she's mean to me. Um, but because you're her partner, and then she you have to go to Party safety. City to get balloons. And yeah, you, the helium fight that always happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, and it's always very well done, it's it's exciting because she accomplished the goal, and you have some really sweet moments that you're able to capture where the kids, you know, you only get one crack at. A kid's birthday, right? In and childhood, you want to make it as memorable as you as can. As wonderful as possible. One. When you're old and decrepit, <laughs> yes, uh, the rest the of life sucks. Dave, she's a one-year-old. No, I know. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> like, for the, for the one-year-old, it's definitely more for... You. For, for my wife than but for the, the baby, right? But the other children enjoy looking, it. You looking get the, the fringe benefits the, of it as well. The older kids love it. Sure. Um, but this this past weekend when we were getting ready for the party, you know, the normal setup, the little charcuterie board and all that stuff. The charcuterie? Yeah. Um... And then all of a sudden, these strangers walk into my backyard. And I had just been telling my wife, like, how good the grass looks in our backyard because they had come in and, like, done the aerating thing. Uh And, like, I was like, wow, it looks really great back here. And I got surprised. What do you mean, strangers? The strangers walk into my backyard and they start setting up this fencing. My wife did not bother to tell me that she got surprise goats. Oh, no. It was a whole petting zoo. And I was like, babe. They have mobile petting zoos? Yeah. They'll, they'll bring them to your house for a cost. 250 bucks. For how <laughs> many hours? this is the first time, Wait, though, that I you've can... had a petting zoo at your house. I know, but I don't like surprise goats, I learned. So I... it's chickens. I... And one of the chickens loved to terrorize my wife, which I thought was sweet revenge. That's karma. <laughs> for the surprise Chickens, goat. bunnies, goats, and a sheep. And a All sheep. A and a sheep. A sheep. <laughs> what is the singular for? Uh, I don't like that we're calling it a sheep. I feel like it's like a shope. A shope. <laughs> <laughs> like, like sheep feels plural to me. Sheeps. There was one no, sheep man. and a whole bunch of goats and chickens and a bunny and but everything else. You 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 pride yourself on this backyard. <laughs> yes, it's my and it's my grassy backyard. Everybody it's my knows oasis. I love it. Goats and sheep eat a lot of grass. Yes, <laughs> they were just munching on the grass and they crapped everywhere. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So, if you spend any time in front of the TV this weekend, you are probably watching some of the Masters and not the comeback that we were hoping for for Tiger Woods. I, I still root for Tiger Woods, man. I know that he's been through a lot and he's done plenty of dumb stuff in his life, but, and he changed golf so much and, you know, the, the, no matter how good somebody else is, there's still never going to be another Tiger Woods. Nobody changed opinion. the game like Tiger did and brought more people to the game of golf. Did well, you see that they had to cancel play on Friday? Because yeah, of the rain? that tree? No, because oh. the tree, a giant tree almost fell on a bunch of spectators. Dude, I mean, oh. it's yeah. just like uprooted. Yeah, like that would have added a layer of suspense to the whole... Right? You think I'm just going to go to a golf tournament. This is going to be safe. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not necessarily like a huge golf watcher on TV or like in person, really, but we'll just stick with the TV. So uh-huh. that would have added to the drama. Yeah, sure. 
Dude, I mean, like, it's just like thickens. a big old tree that I, do we even know how that thing still fell? That was, it's just. There, there was a lot of storms in the area. Yeah. And so I don't know if it just weakened wind it and then the, the wind came along and blew it. But yeah, it was And I remember nuts. a couple years ago, something similar happened, but I don't think, it, I think it was not during play or when there were people there or it was early morning or something like that. But man, could have gone real bad. So the Mario movie dropped, and it is doing gangbusters. And my kids are hounding me about taking them to go see it, which I absolutely will. I love the fact that my kids are into Mario because that was such a huge part of my youth growing mm-hmm. up. And Most you know, people's. Mario Kart and everything else, right? It's huge. We went to you know Mario World at Universal over spring break, and they just had a great time. But the movie came out, and um, I mean... Breaking Three, records. Yeah, $377 million in worldwide ticket sales, which is nuts. Five-day domestic... Paul, $204.6 million. And it's not getting great reviews either on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's 56% not? fresh. Well, that's what the critics, the critics say. What does what the audience I say? I mean, the audience, on the other hand, 90, more, 96%. 96%. But, I mean, those stupid critics. It's a Mario movie. Relax. Yeah, on the other side of things. <laughs> what? The critics. I'm really if you're, kind a, of, if you're a movie critic and your job is to critique the Mario film, get a life. I mean, to be fair, oh, the, the Chris Pine awesome. or Chris Pratt. Yeah. As Mario. As Mario. Are you kidding but me? But the rest of the cast around him is incredible. Jack Black. But Mario. I know. No, we know. need him to pretend to be Italian. Yes. Is that why he didn't do it? Because he was worried that he's going to get canceled, canceled or something? Yes. For sure. No, I want not a real thick, like you're doing a... It's me, I'm Mario. Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. Have you, have you ever seen the voice of Mario, the actual voice of the guy who's, you know, in all the video games? He looks like every white dude USA. No, he do- He looks like he's the most Swedish or Norwegian dude ever. He Which has like... Oh, really? His, 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 <laughs> well, white he's dude. the whitest no. white guy. <laughs> Norse. Dude, but his hair is blonder than yours, Andre. Really? Yeah. I mean, it is, lot, it's like I'm white blonde. <laughs> Uh, so crazy. Jeremy Renner's recovery has been pretty incredible. Um, you know, we saw him walking on that treadmill with assistance. He posted a picture of him at his fam- with his family at Six Flags. So he's like out and about. He has a cane to walk around with. But, I mean, he's did, walking around. Did you see the video from the, I think it was a, the 2020 or whatever that ABC? It was Diane Sawyer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Did you see the video of, like, they animated how the accident happened? No. They and animated so, the video? Well, they're kind of to give. Like, like Mario style? <laughs> Getting crushed to death by a tractor, but fun. I mean, yes. <laughs> but he jumped up on the like the the, the tread, the tread yeah. and then it pulled him under and Golly. it rolled straight over him. Yuck. See, I and feel like if he's, he's out at Disney, he just did it for like vacation. I'm leaning into that. I think that he did it on purpose. You think he oh, got crushed by a tractor? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think he purposely <laughs> jumped in front of the tractor. So terrible. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time. Do you even know what leg you put in first? And does it have anything to do with being left or right-handed? Good night. Message deleted. Always my left leg. Always my, my right. right leg. What are you talking about? Your left, left leg first. Left leg first. What kind of monster are you? Get your life together. What I don't you like you anymore. About? Left leg than right leg. Are is you left handed? No, I'm right handed. Oh. That is the incorrect way to put on your pants. I don't like that. Just Hello. like you do the toilet paper wrong, you do your pants wrong. You're a mess, Dave. Toilet it, paper doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter how you put toilet your paper pants does on. matter. And toilet paper does matter. None of this matters, Dave. Pants All of matter. this matters. Oh, so pants matter, but toilet paper doesn't. There is a right way for the toilet paper to come off, and it's over the I feel like my wife puts on her pants 
both legs at a time. Because like, what kind what? of monster does that? No, I feel like no, like <laughs> you, you can't. No, 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 no. She no. sits on the bed. Yeah. Oh, I see. And the, because <laughs> she wears tight pants. Oh, uh, my wife kind of does this too, where she like jumps into them. I mean, you tell <laughs> me, Audrey. Because you yeah, wear tight pants. I don't wear skinny jeans. Scrunchy butt leggings for the win. They do make those, everybody's ass look great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when you put on pants that are real tight, pants yes. that you need help taking off traditionally, cool. do you not put them on both legs at the same time? No. So I, I will sit on the edge of the bed, one right leg, then the left leg. But then I'll do the stand-up whenever it's, like, up to my knees. And then I'll do the pull-up over my tater, and then we'll go from there. But usually it's leg, leg, pull-up. Your tater? <laughs> little peach. I, I, God, I, I just... I think I might have attacked you in, in in a fashion that I shouldn't have. Now that I'm thinking about it, it you might be left a left leg. leg first. Yeah, it is, Dave. Is it? Yeah, man. I want to take my pants non- off right. Are you guys okay with that if I take my pants off right now just to see? Because I think it's usually your non dominant leg you would that goes never. in first. <laughs> you would never just take your pants off. No, I would not. I have my jeans on because I'm at work. I have jeans underneath your jeans. I do have two pairs of jeans on. I don't know about you guys. But my favorite type of drug addict are the ones that don't think anyone thinks that they're high. They think no one notices. (laughs) For instance, the guy standing out in front of the store. It's about 33 degrees outside, but he's standing there in flip-flop shorts and a tank top. If I get what you got, does that warm me up? You you say he's a drug addict, but maybe he's just from Minnesota. Dude, no, for real. No, no, no. I know exactly who he is talking about when the the oblivious people at him know. They think they're being so coy about it. I was hanging out at this event one time at, uh, it was at a museum actually, and these people rolled in and they didn't just look high. They reeked of weed. And they were going about just acting like they were not high at all, thinking that they were just blending in with everyone else. It was overpowering. Well, Everyone knew the second they walked in the room. Well, because you, whenever you're high, you never know like how to toe that line of like everybody. It's like that internal interlo- monologue that you have with yourself. Like, like, they're all gonna know. No. They're all gonna know. They're all gonna know. And then it's like, wait, I'm actually doing a really good job of making everyone believe that I'm not high right now. And then meanwhile, like you said, Dave, you hot boxed, you just reek. <laughs> you know. But that shout out to the little vape pens now that they have because you really can't. Um, Way easier to get away with it. Yeah, yeah. can't. Smoke. Please leave a message after the tone. Did you really take a plane ride if you didn't take a photo or a time-lapse video outside the window? Message deleted. I am attacked. You shut your dumb mouth. I take plane photos every time I'm on a plane, man. Why? No one cares. Because it's... You're on Spirit Airlines. Don't act like you're on a PJ. I gotta get the howdy. (laughs) That big front seat (laughs) got my name on it. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. (laughs) Way out in the land of the setting sun Where the wind blows wild and free There's a lovely spot, just the only one That means home sweet home to me if you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means a sage in the pine. Out by the trucky silvery rills. Out where the sun always shines. Here is the land that I love the best 
time now. <gasps> 